Welcome to the Monster RX 93.1 podcast channel. Interviews, features, music, live performances, fun, and conversation only from Manila's hottest, Monster RX 93.1. Is it showbiz? Is it ghost? It's more. It's all out. It's Rico and Carla. Monster RX 93.1. Kicking off the show in a big, big way, of course, with a double header Monday. Good morning, Carla. Good morning, everybody. You spotted her on YouTube. She writes her own songs. Maybe the song has inspired you because if you love the show Money Heist, her hot song is out. Ladies and gentlemen from Star Music, give it up for the one and only Leisha. Hey, hi guys. What's up? Hi, hey. Lisha. <laughs> nice hi. to have you. Thank you for joining us on this Monday morning. We know oh, thank you for having me crazy couple of weeks so it really means a lot that you know we get to know more artists and see how they're thriving in the midst of this entire worldwide pandemic because <laughs> it's a thing yeah. <laughs> it's Thank an actual thing so yeah. how, how are you Thank doing you us. yeah <laughs> how have you been despite everything that's been going on walk us through how have you been through this entire thing well i've been in my room for Two months straight. I haven't been leaving the house. But I mean, I took it as an opportunity to work on music. And that's how uh, Ciao Bella actually was able to be released because of this ECQ. Mm-hmm. But yeah, a lot of stuff were put on hold because of it. And yeah, it's been it's been okay for me so far. I, I got to work on a lot of music stuff. So this. moments <laughs> like this, uh, Alicia, do you embrace it that because you are a singer-songwriter, you're a producer, you do produce your own beats, that you're in your room, you're like, oh, okay, wow, it's time for me to work. Is there more work oh. done now? Or is it like, okay, medyo, chill mo na, I'll just watch TV <laughs> kind of thing? Honestly, since my studio is in my bedroom, you know, I could just go to bed anytime, right? Mm-hmm. But um, when, I, when I'm really in the zone, I, I really get up and, you know, make it a point that I finish something during the day because I feel so bad when I'm unproductive. It, it just feels bad for me when I don't get to accomplish anything in a day. But on most days, I've been stuck playing Animal Crossing. But other than that, <laughs> I've been working. So, yeah. There we go again with the Animal Crossing. Everybody oh, yeah. Fort that guess. Fort guess. Like, I, I genuinely just want it because everyone else is playing it. No, but Rico made a really good point. You know how, like, for some people, they want to be way more productive than they were, like, before the entire lockdown? But for you, it's like, since your studio, your work is in your bedroom, it's like, I mean, it's already here. I might as well work. Creativity-wise, though, how difficult has it been for you to draw inspiration or to get more creative? Because you can't leave the house. You said it yourself a while ago off air. You haven't seen the sun. Girl, I feel you. Look at me. I haven't seen the sun either. So how has it been creativity-wise for you? Well, creativity-wise, um, when writing songs and getting inspiration, it's usually coming from a lot of personal experience. And um, lately, 
you know, I don't have a love life. I'm single and I am happy about that. <laughs> but um, sometimes it's hard to write something when I'm not feeling the pain. And usually when I write, I write about sad songs. Mm-hmm. And that's when I mm-hmm. usually write. So it's been hard. So that's why I decided to get on Netflix and probably watch a couple of series and get some inspiration from their love stories. And that's how Ciao Bella was born, actually, uh, from watching rewatching the entire money series again <laughs> and then yeah just reliving the sad moments and trying to relate myself to it and that's how i started writing so yeah. can you imagine when you start watching k-dramas what kind of songs would you be making <laughs> right i don't watch k-dramas though but um i heard there are a lot of really good ones yeah yeah i so, mean yeah and they have and they have happier endings um i remember one oh, of my friends is telling me that the reason why K-dramas are so popular is because there's a lot of drama in it, but the ending, like, is always an ending that everyone's like, oh, yay, like, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> I think that's why they're so popular. But you know what, girl? Stick, <laughs> stick to the hurt. Stick to those feels because we love yeah. a good Who Got song. We love that kind of thing. What's your routine been like? Because, yes, we're now on MECQ, which is like a modified enhanced community quarantine, but basically it's the same thing, except what Rico said earlier, you can now jog outside. What has your <laughs> lockdown routine been like? Have you been sleeping at odd hours? Have you been eating lots of food? Like, take us through like a typical day for Leah. Okay, so... Prior to ECQ, I had a really solid routine. I had I, I woke up really early in the morning. I would go to the gym if I could. I would make music all day. But during this quarantine, I don't work out at all. I've been sleeping at 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. And oh my God. <laughs> yeah, it was a struggle actually for me to wake up this early. But I gotta I gotta grind, you know. But <laughs> it, it's been. It's been tough for me during this ECQ because I, I, I haven't been active at all, like physically active. I wasn't able mm-hmm. to get to, I, I don't get to work out even though I'm just at home. I feel like the gym atmosphere is different versus the one at home. But yeah, music-wise, I've been doing music, but you know, since the bedroom, uh, my studio's in my bedroom, yeah, that's, I get lazy sometimes, but you know. <laughs> That's you know, how my routine has been. And then every day, I would just play video games or just go about my day just sleeping also because mm-hmm. of the lack of sleep I get. Yeah. <laughs> you know, being a producer, being a producer, being a writer, playing your own instruments and then recording it and then conceptualizing. Carla, and for those that are watching, she actually directs her own music videos. So she puts it all together wow. herself. She has a lot of creative freedom. How did you get started with all of this? You know, that's usually something that someone would ask. Okay, you got interested mm-hmm. in the arts. How did you get, how did it all start for you? Well, I have I have been singing uh, since I was like really little. As a kid, my parents put me into voice lessons and then guitar lessons. And then from there, I just enjoyed performing so much. But then in high school, I got bullied for my weight because I was really big as a kid. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's what I was bullied for because I was a performer. I was showcasing my music, but people associated my looks with my talent. So mm-hmm. I... It, w- it pushed me to, you know, uh, lose weight, and I did. I lost a lot of weight, <laughs> and I 
I just became more confident in myself. So I started a YouTube channel and a SoundCloud account. And then that's where I started posting my covers. And then as I started releasing my covers and original music online, people started appreciating it. And from there, I won international and local competitions for talent, um, for content creation as well. And then that opened many doors to working with international producers mm-hmm. and I, I then began being confident in releasing my own original music, mm-hmm. like being, being able to produce my own original music. And I love that I didn't have to rely on anyone else mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. make music for me. And I also have a really big passion for filmmaking, which, which is why you know, I love making videos and posting them on YouTube. So I studied it more. Um, self-taught. Everything is self-taught. I learned everything to you through YouTube and yeah. So that's how I started, you know, learning how to direct and produce and um, make my own music videos and make my own music. So can you imagine that's that? Amazing, you know, Carla, can you imagine can you can you imagine this, right? You're you do covers and then you gain the confidence and then you decide to write your own song and then you put it yeah. out there. How was that feeling? Did you were you nervous? Yeah. Who was the first it person was, that you let her hear with their song that you wrote? What was the song about? Um, it, it was called Heart Thief. And at that time I was like 13 years old. And I <laughs> I, I was uh, I was never in a relationship. I was super, super single since birth that time. <laughs> and <laughs> um it was just scary because I didn't know how people would react towards the song because first of all I didn't know what it felt like to be heartbroken and I'm writing about heartbreak so it was scary but then it pushed me to making more songs and you know as I grew up I experienced it and I found the true the true meanings of my songs that I've been writing so it's like I I kind of like forecasted how my life my love life would be through my (laughs) previous songs (laughs) so yeah can you remember the song? Can you remember it? Do you still remember um, the song? Uh, you took my heart away and you threw it in the flames. Your heart thief, heart thief. That was my first song. I mean, it's not bad. But like, <laughs> at 13, by the way. The right? yeah. At 13. But you know what? It's it's different for every person. Their journeys are different. For all you know, girl, I mean, like you said, you were like visualizing and predicting what your love life was going to be a couple of years later. I mean, that's talent right there. Maybe you should invest in a, a ball and see like, see how far you can start predicting. No, I'm just kidding. But who were your musical influences at that time? Because like you said, you were self-taught, right? And your parents were very supportive. You know, voice lessons, whatever else that you wanted to do, whatever else you needed in order to hone your craft. But who artists or musicians did you look up to and were like, yeah, you know, you are like my goal. You're my inspiration for my musical career. Uh, at that time, Lady Gaga was like popping, you know, wow. and I really loved, I really loved how Lady Gaga expressed her music through her. Um, the way she expressed it, it was just so different. It was so, it was just cool, you know. And I, I've always looked up to Lady Gaga, Adam Lambert, and. Um, yeah, those artists. I found that the way they expressed themselves was so creative and it inspired me a lot. 
So I could imagine like Heart Thief being a club banger, like a Lady Gaga, yeah. Adam Lambert, you know. You took yeah. <laughs> During the time, actually, EDM was really in. That's why I also was pushed to learning um, music production, electronic music production, because I really wanted to create beats that could be played in the club. And, you uh-huh. know, just, yeah. Thug, thug, thug. Do you DJ as well? Do you club DJ? I tried it, but I didn't push through it. I just mm. wanted to produce my own music instead of remixing music. Mm. Yeah. It's kind of tough, I mean, right? Especially when I kind of incorporated it though when I um, when I make my own covers I add my own twist to it so it's kind of like remixing the cover I'm doing so it's kind of like the same. Lisa, you know, I know that you basically are the Jill of all trades. Like you do all parts of of your song from yeah. the lyrics to the music to the production to the music video, and I know they're all very different. But like for example, for Chow Bella, what was the most difficult or challenging? part of that song was it the lyrics was it the music was it producing the whole thing like what for you was the most challenging but at the same time so rewarding when you got through it like yes i'm done like yeah <laughs> probably the most challenging part in chao bella was writing it because like i said i i i got inspiration from another person's story like um, another character's story so it was a bit harder for me to you know, write something about I, something I didn't, you know, go through. So that uh-huh. was the challenge. But then after that, after I got everything down, after writing everything, I was like, okay, I got this. Now for the production, I had to worry about making it sound good to the ears of people when it's played on different speakers. So I, I had to mix it. And uh, Star Music helped me out with this. Sir Jonathan Monalo, he helped me mix and master and add additional elements to the song mm-hmm. for the Spotify release. But after that, uh, we released we released it first on YouTube, which uh, came the challenge of making the music video for it. So I really had to visualize how I wanted the artistic concept of the music video to turn out. Because, so it, it wasn't yeah. a lyric video; it was a full-on music video. You shot it yourself, or yeah. you just pitched I shot it? it myself with my mom and my dad and my wow. sister here in quarantine at my at home. Yeah. Nice. I actually have a YouTube video coming out tomorrow night. Um, just the journey of the entire thing from the making of the song to the shooting of the video. Yeah, I have it all down. <laughs> I nice. recorded everything. <laughs> all right, so, you know, for those tuning in, we have Alicia. She's joining us. She has a track called Ciao Bella. So, coming up, we'll be hearing the song. But first, on Facebook.com slash RX931, we are taking a studio tour because she does have her own studio in her bedroom, just like Kanye West. So we'll take a look <laughs> of what she got in store, ladies and gentlemen. If you have questions for her, once again, hashtag uh, Alicia goes all out. Keep it locked in here on The Monster. Is it showbiz? Is it gossip? Is it sports? It's more. It's all out. All out. With Rico and Carla. It inspired them a lot, which is my goal when I make music. I want, I don't just want to make songs to make hits, you know. I want to make songs to inspire people and hopefully make more amazing artists out of the Philippines. And, you know, we have so many 
talents here in the Philippines. It's it's crazy. So for so, those watching yeah, us like over on Facebook.com slash RX91, we have Alicia. She's joining us. She is, of course, a YouTube sensation. She is putting out music, <laughs> producing, directing, singing. How about dancing? Do you dance on your videos? No. Oh God, I cannot dance. I had to learn how to dance because of TikTok. Because um, Ciao Bella initially, um, I I never thought of it as like a danceable track until I uploaded the song to TikTok and people just started da- creating choreographies to it. I was like, oh my God, it's danceable. What? <laughs> so does the song have a dance challenge? Yeah, yeah, we actually have a dance challenge for it because everyone started dancing to it. It's crazy. And show I have to learn. Can you show us? Show it. Um, one of my fans made this. His name is Kenzo. So, oh my gosh. I can't believe I'm dancing live. <laughs> oh, okay. I got I got a bit so we can see you. I'm so excited. <laughs> my earphones are like tied to my laptop. But it goes like, Ciao, Bella. Ciao, ciao, ciao. Something like that. I cannot duck, duck. Like, I can sing and make videos. But Say that, Lisa. Because now Rico and I are like, chill. <laughs> what other dance challenges do you know from TikTok? No, just kidding. But yes, again, to all those on Facebook Live, we got Alicia. She did us a little dance. Yeah. I'm going to make her dance again in just a bit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh no, but I mean, for somebody that doesn't dance, you know, and you never really thought the track was quote-unquote danceable. When you started seeing the videos, I mean, were you like, is this a thing? Like, did you show your parents, your sister, like, is this a thing? Like, what, what do you think? Like, I mean, how is that for you as the artist? Because from somebody that used to cover the song, you know, now people are not only covering your song, they're freaking making dance challenges for them, girl. I know, and it's crazy because since I can't dance, it's been hard for me to copy the choreographies. And then, you know, um, when I just when I'm learning the song, the choreography to the song, I see like... Oh, hundreds of people already doing the choreography instantly and it's just crazy because I was like I didn't even think of it in that sense that this song I mean it's not a fast song but people can create their own interpretation and choreography to it which is crazy and I was showing it to my mom and my dad and my sister I was like how how, how are they doing this? <laughs> How did they react? I mean, who is your biggest critic and who is your biggest fan amongst your parents? Ooh. Okay. Um, well, definitely the biggest critic is my dad. Mm. He's really honest with me with the work I put out, which I think is great because I get mm. honest input before I actually put something out. And my mom, the man, is the very supportive one. Like, go, whatever you do, <laughs> go lang. My dad is like that also. But um, when it comes to constructive criticism, I really um, get a lot of information from my dad. Are they into music, both of them? Are they producers? Are they, or is just you and the family? <laughs> no, actually, no one is musically inclined in my family. It's just me. <laughs> It's just you doing yeah. it. Okay, okay. You're the talented lemon in the family. <laughs> the talented lemon in the batch. That's awesome though. I mean, coming from a non-musically inclined family, your parents were so supportive with the whole voice lessons and helping you with your studio in your room. I mean, that's yeah. such a blessing, Alicia. Like, how but, many people can say, Deva, that their parents are, yeah. are supportive of this kind of craft? Because 
Oh, like yeah. they did, right? Most is like doctor, you know, lawyer, oh, yeah. architect, whatever. And your parents are just like, you know what, honey, go. Do music. Yeah. Do your I'm very own lucky. Thing. I'm very lucky to have parents that are super supportive with what I do and what I love, my mm. passion. And yeah, they never tried and stopped me. In fact, they even pushed me harder to, you know, pursue this uh, passion of mine because I dedicate. I dedicated practically my whole life to it. So they really love seeing me grow as an artist, which is great. <laughs> you have a message for your parents? They, you know, for sure they're watching. <laughs> they're so. watching. Oh, yeah. My mom, I saw my mom in the comments. Hi, mom. Hi, dad. Hi, mom. Hi, hi dad. Hi, sister. <laughs> so you have any message for them? Well, thank you because of not only they were there from the beginning, but I mean, well, they're my parents, but... <laughs> But they've never failed to show me that they support me in whatever I choose to do in life, in music, in my career. And they were, they're my inspiration also for pushing this because they've put in so much time and effort in me, in, in my passion as well. So I feel like whatever success I get from this, uh, I owe it all to them also. And nice. it, they're also happy when I achieve stuff, so it, it's it's really nice <laughs> to have a family that supports what I do. Nice. Oh. nice. Thank you. Thank you for, for you. taking time. You know, a few minutes is not enough for you here on the show. Hopefully, when all this uh, MECQ is done, we'll have you live oh, in yeah. the studio. When you're oh, dropping yeah. your full album, hopefully teach us a dance or two. And it'll be oh, great to have you. But it's your chance now. Give a shout out to, to your friends right now. Go ahead. Your friends, your oh. fans, everyone that's been supporting you, Leisha. I mean, they were so excited for, for your guesting. So please. The floor is yours. I know. Hi, Lit Fam. They call themselves the Lit Fam, and they've been supporting me all throughout since ever since I started making music. So I want to thank you guys for all the love and support, for sharing all the stuff I have, for always streaming, for always uh, watching my YouTube videos. I love you guys. Stay Lit Fam, hey. Fam, Jericho Gonzalez. What's up, man? I love it. Lit fam. Okay, Ciao Bella. We know the song is is associated with Money Heist. If you were to send it, who would you want to reply to you on the song? Which of the cast? From the cast. Oh, definitely um, Ursula or Miguel. Because they're my inspiration. Their story is my inspiration. Of course, um, uh, the director of Money Heist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, hey, check this song out. It's inspired by your series. <laughs> Actually, we could like send it to Alex Pina. I think that's his name, right? Alex Pina, I think, I think so, is yeah. the creator of Money Heist. Oh my gosh. Okay. Casa de Papi. Crazy, crazy <laughs> situation. Let's say you get an email from mm-hmm. Netflix. And they say, okay, girl, um, we saw your song. We heard it. We freaking love it. And we want it for the new season. Mm-hmm. How, who would you tell first? How would you react? Like, how would you celebrate that? I mean, let's say that happens. Who I would, would be celebrating. Definitely my parents. Because <laughs> I'm at home. <laughs> but definitely my parents and, of course, my best friends. Uh, and then I'll just keep it there first until like, you know, if it actually gets used in this the next season and then everyone just finds out like, yes, 
<laughs> that's my song. Well, you know, Leisha, you know, when that happens, when that happens, you have to guess here again at the station, okay? <laughs> yeah, gotta, oh, yeah. We, called it. we called it. So yeah. you kind of you owe us. Like, you have to come. Because we were putting it out there in the, in the universe. Last question from your fans. What have you discovered about yourself throughout this entire lockdown? Like, as a parting message in a way, what have you as an artist, as a daughter, as a sister, as a human being, a Filipino, after this whole lockdown, what have you discovered about yourself? Oh, wow, that's a hard question. <laughs> well, I discovered a lot in terms of finding my true love for my music and my passion. Like, during this lockdown, I really got to write a lot of songs. So I discovered a lot of things within me, like um, mental health and emotional health and how I'm doing as a person, not just as an artist. And mm -hmm. um, I think it's become very valuable to me that I get to, you know, self-reflect a lot recently and manage everything that's going on, especially we can't go out, no social life. So we're most likely all stuck to ourselves at home. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I just reflect a lot. And I think it's really valuable for anyone to, you know, just keep a check in on yourself. Yes, that's so true, girl. Now, what's your, okay, I said that was the last question. One last question. Mm -hmm. What's your plan after this entire lockdown? Like, where's the first place you're going to go? What's the first thing you're going to do? Let's say everything is safe, finally. And we can mm -hmm. actually venture out into the real world and, and just touch people and be in places what's the what's the first thing you're gonna do definitely i'm gonna be heading to the studio to work on some new releases because i'm working on mm -hmm. a lot of new songs for an upcoming ep with star music so hopefully like the moment the ecq uh, ends i could work on a lot of music and finally put them out and of course i want to you know grab some samgyup and milk tea mm -hmm. and hang out <laughs> I miss oh my, my social life. She's such a she's such a ball of energy. I freaking love her. But yeah, yeah girl, you are gonna you're gonna Korean do food. great things. Thank you thank so so much for joining us, Leisha. Like congratulations thank you, thank on you. the song. Of course, we're on air, so Rico, you can play out the song for all of the monsters. Don't forget, guys, you can vote for it. You can request for it. I mean, if you're a big money heist fan. This is like the song for you. This is the anthem. Produced, created by a Filipina. Let's support our Filipino hey. artists. Like Alicia <laughs> said, there are so many talented ones out there, yourself included. So thank you so thank much. Thank you, Alicia. Thank you. Thank you, so thank you for joining us. And, and Alicia, oh we're telling you now, it will happen. It will be part yes. of Money House. Oh, thank right? you. It will be it part will, of it. It will. All right. So, ladies and We're gentlemen, gonna you're going to hear it here on The Monster. Here is Ciao Bella, Leisha. The Monster, RX 93.1 podcast channel. The best podcast content online. Only from Manila's hottest. Monster, RX 93.1. Welcome to the Monster RX 93.1 podcast channel. Interviews, features, music, live performances, fun and conversation only from Manila's hottest. Monster RX 93.1.
It's actually really hard to get inspired, like when so much stuff, anxiety is going on in the world. Yeah, it's a lot harder. Like I find myself having to put in a lot more effort to, like, okay, you got to sit in front of this computer, you got to like just do it and not wait for inspiration to come. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm. yeah. But you were saying earlier, Miguel, like you know, especially now, you know, a lot of people are realizing that their mental health is something that they need to take care of. You know, because everyone, no matter what your job is what your field is, you do struggle, especially with something as, as big as this, you know, a worldwide pandemic. How do you yeah. cope? Like, how do you help yourself get through those bouts of anxiety, of frustration, of not ha not feeling? Because there are days I'm sure you wake up and you're like, I'm just not feeling today. Like, I'm just mm -hmm. not feeling anything today. So how do you work through that? How do you get over that? Um... Uh, yeah, I don't think you really get over it, but I think it's just a process of, like, understanding that, like, you don't always have to be, like, 100%. Like, you can, you can take your time. Like, I mean, you know, if the world is going through something crazy right now, like, it doesn't have to be perfect. You just do what you can, do the best you can. And, like, for me, like, what's been really helping is just staying connected to, like, my friends. I was supposed to, like, leave for the States uh, before the lockdown mm -hmm. happened. I was supposed to, like, see all my friends, like, see all my family there. Um, but I just, you know, I mean, things happen. So I was staying connected. Zoom is a thing now. Mm. I didn't even know Zoom <laughs> existed before all of this. <laughs> no one did. <laughs> so, yeah. So how do you, like, you know, for those who don't know, um, <laughs> right, Miguel's right. family is from uh, Indiana. And uh, we are live now on air of Vermont's Arc City 3.1. How do you cope with it? They're far away. You're here by yourself, or do you have relatives here? Uh, I do have a lot of relatives here, but like uh, my mom and my stepdad are in the states, and like my grandma is in the states. So um, uh, it's hard. I really wanted to hang out with them. I wanted to see my dogs. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I think that's really yeah. who I wanted to see the most. But um, uh, yeah, I just uh, make sure I call them and, and you know connect with them however I can. Nice, nice, nice. It must be so hard as well, Miguel, because, you know, a lot of people don't realize when you have family so far away, like, it's already a struggle to, like, book flights. Like, with how busy your schedule was before all of this, it was already hard to, you know, set aside time. And then now where you don't even have the option, like, it would be nice to have that option, that choice, right? To be like, yeah, I can go see them, but you actually can't. I mean, that must yeah. be so frustrating as well in a way. Because mm. I can, I can only imagine how difficult. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, everybody's going through it. Everybody's going. There's a lot of really crazy stuff that's happening out in the world right now. So I can't be too like precious about it. But like, yeah, it's it's kind of sad. Okay, so we're gonna let's move away from that. I don't want to get him <laughs> on this interview. Let's right. talk about what's been keeping you busy because you said earlier you've been reading a lot. So oh, yeah, was yeah. this um, was this a goal that you had for yourself? Like come no, 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 just, uh, before? like I, I I spend a lot of money on books and I never have time to read them and then suddenly I have a lot of time to read them. So I've been doing a lot of reading. So I just basically hoard books whenever I can and mm -hmm. uh, and now that I have time to actually get through them, I'm I'm trying to do some of that. But I've also been working on a lot of music. Uh, I have a new single coming up. It's called uh I'm not going to say what it's called. Oh, <laughs> give us a clue. Uh, 
it's coming out in a little Come bit. On. Uh, yeah, and um, I'm just sort of like still going down from the high of like my last single that I actually premiered at, at, at your guys' studio at hey. you know, Monster. Yeah. yeah. Chevy Cruz. Um, Chevy Cruz, yeah. It's really crazy. Like, I mean, you know, as an upcoming artist and like to have it be like, it's close to like half a million streams now on Spotify. So like, I mean, that that's not a lot to a lot of people, but that's a crazy ton to me. And like it got, I mean, I actually the morning that, that, uh, that I went to your guys' studio, um, um, I had just found out that it had made it on like 17 international playlists and like all this stuff. So like, I'm still coming down from the high of that, and I'm still like, it's it's the 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 weird thing about releasing a first single and like having it have some mild success is like for the next single you're kind of like oh my god like what is gonna happen you know what I mean like yeah it's like constantly chasing that how does it work how does it work the for pressure is on. oh you get the hot eye of of a hit like Chevy Cruise that vibe. Are you are you somehow pressured to go to the studio and record something similar to that vibe, or you just go on uh, with the next single drop? Yeah, uh, I think I think there's that pressure, but like uh, uh, you try to fight it. Like I never want to be redundant with my with my stuff. Like I just always want to grow and keep growing as a songwriter, as a producer. Like you know, you never kind of want to just stay in one spot. And I mean, mm-hmm. the music the music industry. I mean, you guys know, like music industries changing so fast mm-hmm. nowadays like it's so crazy like you can't just stay doing one thing you know yeah that's that's so true you know miguel you've got a lot of fans i mean they've been supportive all throughout your musical journey like they're really just so sweet how yeah. amidst this entire um quarantine are you keeping like in touch with them like do you do like Instagram Live, Facebook Live, because like some of them are saying like online concert, online hangout. Like, have you done that, or do you have plans to do something like that, especially for your fans? Uh, probably like nothing, nothing like formal or like nothing really too crazy and like hyped up. But like, I do like get on like IG Live with my fans, and I just do some crazy stuff. Like, you know, I just like do whatever song they tell me to do, or like I'll like I. Somebody bought me like a tarot deck like a few months ago, so I've been doing like <laughs> fake tarot readings. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but you do tell them it's yeah. fake, right? Stuff like that. Like, yeah. New career path, new career path for you, Miguel. Could you can add that oh to your list of achievements. Yeah. <laughs> it could be, it could be, you know. But Miguel, Chevy Cruise, a big hit. But we're all stuck at home or stuck in the room. We can't cruise anywhere. So what's gonna I be know, the next song? What's the next and, song? And, and that's that's actually like that's actually like the crazy thing because like a lot of people tell me like when the song came out that like oh I listened to this on uh, I listened to this while I'm driving I listened to this on my commute to work I listened to this like while I'm on the road and like now that everybody's off the road I'm just like I wonder if people are still listening to this. <laughs> But have you been working on music? Have you written anything? Oh my god, yeah, yeah. A a lot of uh, writing, a lot of like self-reflection. I mean, yeah, a lot of writing that you guys are gonna see soon. I have a, I have a song coming out. Like I said, a month. Yeah, you can't, um, you can't tell us the title. But can you give us a feel of the song? Like what, what uh, is it about? A little bit. A little bit. Come on! This, song, this one, okay. Come on. Uh, this one's this one's a little bit more sad. Than, I mean, Chevy Cruz is kind of like senti, but like this one's a little bit more senti than that. 
So okay. that's you, it. That's you all ready? you're giving us. That's I all don't know. Miguel. Okay, I, I can. I don't know if I can give you guys a, the song title. Uh, no, you could sing. My management sing. isn't here. Uh, okay, I'm gonna say this. Song. Right, I'm just go. gonna say it. I don't care. I don't care. It might be it's good luck that. to you, man. It might be good luck. I mean, 500,000 streams when you dropped it here on the monster. You know. Rico, so here we go. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Here we go. Uh, it's called Weed. Weed. weed? Yeah, and I'm, that's all I'm gonna say. Okay. In lang. I need more. <laughs> you can't do this to us, No, no. That's a nice little cliffhanger. Okay. So, oh, he's so it's into something that we have to look out for. Miguel is in... something to look forward to. Yeah, so, thank in, you. Because, I mean, with the with the entire basic, like, lockdown routine that we all have, it's nice to have something to look forward to. So, thank you for teasing that. You're so evil. I hate you. He's into gardening. That's what he's been doing. <laughs> gardening. So it's hard to remove yeah. the weed. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. back to the back yeah. to the book. Rico, because Rico, you, you're actually followers. a lot. You're saying go. Oh, you're actually a lot closer than you think. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Uh, you actually hit the mark. All right. Okay, Rico. <laughs> there so there. there. But sorry. Okay. Okay. Because your fans are asking about your book, uh, Miguel. What have oh. you been reading? What have you finished? What can you share with people like as Miguel's book recommendation? Okay, uh, there's a few recommendations in here, and then there's a couple um, ones that you should probably like not buy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I have a giant stack. I have a pretty big stack of books here. Um, first book that I would recommend if you guys are into like I love like the Greek classics, like it's really nerdy, mm, but, like yes. Greek mythology, all of that. There's this character called Circe. Um, she's like this witch goddess, like in Greek mythology, and like. Um, this is it's from the Odyssey, right? And like Odyssey, Odysseus comes to her island, and like she turns all of her men, all of his men, into pigs. But like that's pretty much all you get out of Cersei. And then this book by Madeline Miller, it's this contemporary book that um, they've kind of like fleshed her character out more and made her sound like an actual, like real person. And so like I really love it. It's really beautifully written. Cersei by Madeline Miller. I'm I'm really into like fiction and stuff like that, fantasy. So. Um, that's one of them. So if you're and a then, Greek uh, god, Miguel, what would you be if sorry? you were if you were a Greek god? Oh, that's hard. A, a lot of them are really messed up. Uh, I, <laughs> They're I guess all I just, messed up, dude. I, yeah, I, I just I just go for like the top spot. I'd be Zeus, you know, because then nobody messes with you. <laughs> True. That's Hades. Right. Yeah. Okay. Next uh, book. And then the next the, the next book that I have is this. Um, Harry Potter. I've read this. But like, <laughs> I'm rereading the yes. entire. I'm rereading the entire um, series, and I'm right now on. I'm on the second book, Chamber of Secrets, and, and you guys know how great the series is. It's um, especially in our generation. Like, this is our lifeblood, Harry Potter. So, mm -hmm. yeah, Harry. yeah, our generation. It was Harry Potter. That's yeah, right. Rico. That's definitely. <laughs> Your your generation is J.K. Rowling, okay, yeah, Rico? Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. and her are batmates, okay? How about what, films? What was your generation, Rico? Uh, what, what was it in your... In the 90s? The Bible. 
<laughs> the oh, 90s, no. we were we were into, I don't know, I'm not much of a book reader, you know, I'm, I'm just chilling, dude, so. He doesn't know how to read, Miguel, <laughs> he doesn't know how to read. Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, that was our That's show. Right. Dude, That's Mr. Rogers, that was, he wrote a book, that was pretty awesome, you know, Fred Rogers, you could check it out, so. Oh, it's a, it's okay, a collection yeah. of I'll have to, I'm not familiar. Yeah, you could. Okay. <laughs> you could. Um, next. Next one. Uh, the n- next one, okay. Uh, this is a really shitty book. I'm sorry. This mm. It's called Sacred History by Jonathan Black. It's supposed to, like, kind of explain, like, spiritually, like, how all the religions, like, intersect with each other. But mm-hmm. it's, it's not really that good. Anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like, next book. Too preachy. Yeah. Next one. <laughs> this next book is called Quiet, and uh, it's by Susan Cain. It's about... Uh, the power of introvertedness like because like i feel like we live in a society especially like in the states like uh extrovertedness is really like praised whereas like introvertedness isn't really all that praised and she just basically lays out like all the things that introverts are better better at than than everybody else so that's this is a really good book for those of us that are like um a little more quiet (laughs) like i am um yeah introverts Mm -hmm. And uh, the last book, you guys might... Actually, no, this isn't the last book. Second and last book. Um, this is called The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. Mm-hmm. It's a Brazilian writer. And it's... Uh, yes. Have you guys read this? This is a really yep. popular book. So, yeah, it's really powerful. It's like, um, if you have dreams, everybody has dreams, like, you need to read this book. Like, this was, this is what got me through a lot of things. So, uh, mm. yeah, there's that. Nice. And then the, fin- <laughs> the final book is... Uh, how to Steal Like an Artist by Austin Kleon. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh. Yeah. It's a really, really good book for like producers, musicians, anybody in the creative field uh. Uh, who's, um, yeah, uh, who's, who's, uh, has a lot of inspiration, inspirations, but is worried about like, you know, plagiarism and all of that. And like, he has a really, really good quote in here that, that I think sums it all pretty much up. And it's that, um, uh, it's that it's not plagiarism if you're using a lot of sources. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. so, so it's yeah. sort of compiling. It's like an ultimate loophole book. Yeah. yeah. So it's more of like instead of getting this full beat, you can just do half of that and use this beat and then put it together. Then yeah, yeah. All right. I mean, it's like I mean, I I I, I worked in research for a bit, so like mm-hmm. it's kind of like writing a research paper. Like it's only plagiarism if you're copying one. If you're only using one source, but if you're using a lot of sources and like getting them to have a conversation with each other, then I think that's completely and it's, and okay. It's thank you. Hey, man, that was just like a hack for songwriters, right? But you know, in the <laughs> right. as far as beat producing and all, you didn't mention on the books all about being introvert, right? But we know that if you're in the industry of entertainment, you have to be mm-hmm. an extrovert somehow. So how do you deal with that? Yeah. Uh, what's the middle ground there? It's really rough for me. I, I had a really, really hard time with it last year when, like, because I joined this national singing competition. And so, like, it was really, really hard for me to, like, get into the, get comfortable with being in front of people, being in front of cameras and all, all of that stuff. But um, I think it just comes with, like, um, just exposure. Like, the more you get exposed to it, like, the less you're afraid. And, like, the more you push yourself to go out there. And, like, it's not really about, like, being fearless. It's more just about being brave. And that's, there's a huge difference. Like, you know. 
So what was the chance? What was your takeaway from that? From the reality show that you joined, and what, what was something that you learned there that you're using now? Uh, in what sense? <laughs> As an artist, you know, <laughs> joining a big stage, that's As a national stage, people voting for you, man. Now, you know, you're a recording artist, you got your song out, 500,000 500, streams, you know, or more. Yeah. So, what's your takeaway? Was there anything that you learned from that show that you're using it now? Yeah, yeah, I, I learned so much about, like, working with people. I learned so much about, like... Uh, being in front of just being in front of people and like not being afraid to like showcase your art because like back in you know back in the good old days before everything happened i i had a lot of like preciousness about like releasing my music or like is it going to be good enough is it going to be whatever and i think i think a huge part of it is just being unashamed to like as long as you're being authentic to like who you are like Mm -hmm. the rest of it doesn't matter people can like it people can love it whatever like who cares you know as long as you're putting yourself out there well, we're excited. So we're excited for, for your music, man. More of it. Thank you so much. Yeah. Much. I mean, Chevy Cruz was such a banger. Like, when we heard it, we were just like, wow. So, I mean, <laughs> nothing but good things for you, dude. Like, seriously, you are so talented. And I know that you're going to be releasing more and more songs that people are just going to love. Really quickly, though, over on Facebook Live, Amrim is asking, are you going to be doing any Tagalog love songs or maybe Tagalog songs? I mean, you're making music, you're writing songs. Could you possibly delve into the world of uh, Filipino Filipino songs? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I'm working on it. I think my Tagalog is a little bit rusty right now. I mean, not rusty. It's just bad, period. <laughs> but but uh, we're working on it. We're working on it. Yeah. That'd be dope if he, he covers to like. Forward to you? If, yeah, if he covers a Pinoy classic, you know, like a Manila sound, that'll be dope. You know what I mean? So that'll be something cool. You could probably, you know, do your research on hot dog. Yeah, that's some good Manila sound. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So or he could get like a classic. You could get like a classic OPM song, and then like make it your own. Because you know how like Chevy Cruz just has like that really unique like chill vibe like you could totally what if you could do that with like a, a classic opm so, oh my god that that excites me dude like with how good your voice is that would yeah yeah you're giving me a lot of ideas carla <laughs> you know, make, i'll send you my check yeah. i'll send you my bill <laughs> right, and then you right. can just like hey my people will talk to your people no i'm just all kidding right, but right. i mean miguel now is the time like especially for you like you you're rolling with this whole thing like you said like you're still on that high of chevy cruz now's the time dude like i'm so excited for you i feel like thank you so much you could do anything in in terms of this and with the new song coming out very soon by the way people are already going crazy thank you for giving the title they're all just like oh oh man here we go (laughs) can you at least tease it as to when soon is soon like how soon is soon, Miguel? Next week, tomorrow, <laughs> later. Uh, uh, no, soon is not very soon. I think it's gonna be around a few weeks from now. Uh, uh-huh. We're just trying to work out a lot of other things. Quarantine's making it uh, a little bit a, a little bit challenging, but like we're trying to work our way around it. But like it should be very soon. Yeah. You know the sound that you give out is very soulful, and there is a course here Thank in the you. Philippines. The king of soul is none other than Mr. Jono Gibbs. 
And uh, that would be cool if you guys could collaborate, man. Would you see yourself? What would be the title that you would give yourself if given that chance? You know, um, there's a king of soul. There's a king of R&B, of course. Prince, we all know. Prince, Prince of soul. <laughs> yeah. Can it be the Prince of soul? Can we call oh, him Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Uh, you know what? I'm kind of allergic to that. Like, I, I don't see myself giving myself any title. Like, probably, like, I don't know, the king of... The king of... Um, Staying, sleeping in. The king of not having a regular <laughs> sleeping schedule. King of naps. That's what it's going to be. <laughs> but, you know, we're excited for naps. your music, man. We're excited for your music. Okay, this is your chance to give a message to your fans. You know, everybody is actually at home. We've been there doing this for, what, five mm -hmm. weeks? And uh, the people might be going through something. Maybe not. What will be your message for them right now? Uh... Uh, to everybody out there, I hope that you are all staying safe, but also important, very important to stay sane, take care of yourselves, take care of your mental health. Uh, Edna, wherever you are, I really miss your fruits. She always gets me fruits whenever I see her. <laughs> and um, I, oh, hi, Erns. Uh, I see, I see some people here, but like, uh, I love you guys so much. Thank you for always uh, supporting me. Like, it's been a year since Idol, and like, you guys are still there, hanging on. Thank you so much. All right, there you have it. Ladies and gentlemen, here on All Out, once again, letting us in his house, showing us his book collections. I'm going to read some of those. I'm going to take note and take screenshots. With me Wait! Now. All right. I have to you do something you... right now. Oh, what's this? Like, before okay. you, before Miguel does his parting words and, and talks, rematch. Let's do a rematch. Oh! Of, oh, um, gosh. Of rock, paper, scissors, Rico versus Miguel. I don't know if we could do it digitally. I don't think it's the same timing. Yeah, we is can. It... We can. Just don't see Is the timing going to work? Right. Right. I'm down. Let's try. Let's try. Right, here you go. Okay, come on. Count of three. Come on, guys. One, two, yeah. three. Go on, huh? Alrighty. Okay. Okay. Rico versus Miguel. Hold on, hold on. In the rock, paper, scissors, <laughs> no, 2.0. Yeah. <laughs> Carla, I think I think you should count it off. Yeah. Okay, I will. Here we go. Okay. In three, two, one, go. Aye. Jack and Aye, uh, sorry, sorry. Off timing. Off timing. Off timing. Off timing. Off timing. Off timing. Is this the first time you've lost, Rico? Yeah. Is this the first time you've lost? This is the first time. This is the first time you've lost. This is the first time. Television hey. champion. The belt goes and the new. That's what they say, right? And the new, new champion. And new. <laughs> Miguel. Uh, Miguel. Thank hey. you for, for letting us in your home. Thank you for kicking it with us. And thank you for sharing, you know, some of your message that will inspire many. Especially, you know, the introverts out there, you know, teaching <laughs> yeah. them how to be extroverted. That is actually cool. And thank you for taking time. All right. So once again, invite thank everybody. You so much. To, to listen to Chevy Cruz and of course when the new song is going to drop go ahead the floor is yours yeah guys uh, listen to Chevy Cruz it's on Spotify all digital platforms right now Apple Music uh, and I've got a new song coming out in, in a month so stay tuned for that it's called Weed all right. thank you so much all right. month exclusive he shared it with us thank you right, Miguel thank you, <laughs> oh thank, you. thank you guys so, so much there you go ladies oh, and gentlemen Miguel Audrin joining us all about his soulful music. Catch him again. Vote for the song here at RX931 Chevy Cruise. To them, peace, Miguel. Bye. Peace.
like his top. I like his top. I like that going on. He is man. so naturally cool. Like I love his vibe. He right? is such a cool guy. So yes, Monsters, you heard it here first. He has a new song coming out very, very soon. Monster exclusive. It's called Weed. So that's something to look forward to. But yeah, happy Monday, folks. Rico. Here we go. Let's what listen to Chevy Cruz right now. You're hearing it live over Monster RX 93.1. Here's Miguel Audrin. The Monster RX 93.1 podcast channel. The best podcast content online. Only from Manila's hottest, Monster RX 93.1.